This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. What's up, Goreheads, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Extreme Horror Replay Podcast. And I am Ben, and I'm sitting here with my amazingly beautiful wife, Nancy. She is our favorite co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our? Actually, well, mine. But you're everybody's favorite co-host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We are Extreme Horror Replay. Together, we are a pair of butt cheeks. No. If you listen to the last episode, I'm the butt cheeks. She's the butthole. We are Extreme Horror Replay. Come again? <laughs> you don't listen to our episodes, so you don't you don't know. Anyhow, okay. So we have a nice episode for you today. We're going back in the time machine to 1973. But before we get to the movie that we're doing, we are going to do our Would You Rather because that is one of the things that we do for the show. So, hun, please hit me and the listeners up with your would you rather okay first one would you rather be in the mall during an apocalypse a la dawn of the dead Mm -hmm. or would you rather be in an amusement park that hasn't had any of the rides tested and you have to be there (laughs) throughout the year so even in the winter time okay so all right if i'm in the mall a la cedar point for people that don't know Cedar Point, it's, you know. Cedar Point is an amusement park in the Midwest, uh, Northern Ohio, Sandusky. Um, World are, famous among Michiganders. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, the the folks, um, Josh, Jess, and Seth from the Horror Movie Crew podcast, they actually all live in Ohio. Um, so but they, they we are like actually us. closer to Cedar Point than they are. Oh, yeah. You can't grow up in Detroit metropolitan area without going to Cedar Point. Right. Like, right. Yeah. And when Boblo was a thing, Boblo was the Michigan Cedar Point, but that closed down a long ass time ago. So, um, but okay. So, okay. If I'm in the mall and you say it's apocalyptic, is it apocalyptic like? Um, it's like in the movie. Okay. So, zombie apocalypse? Yes. Okay. I think. I think I would much rather hang out in a mall, even during a zombie apocalypse, than riding rides, uh, untested rides at, at an amusement park or Cedar Point. Okay. All okay. right. Now, I'm strictly basing my answer on the Dawn of the Dead movies, the original and the remake. Um, it seems like before the zombies were there, they had quite a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with the mall. I'm going to go with the amusement park. Okay. Just because the only way to get onto Cedar Point is through the causeway, which could be blocked off very easily. Okay, that is true. And there are plenty of places that you can shelter in place if need be. Well, well wait. Did uh, was the Cedar Point in the apocalypse? Well, too? I should say, yeah, Cedar Point during the apocalypse. Okay. Hmm. And when I say amusement park, I'm sorry. To me, that's synonymous with Cedar Point. It could be different for everybody. There could okay. be like, yeah, the Kings Island or Hershey Park. Right. Well, Cedar Point or uh, <clears throat> Kings Island is landlocked. Uh, Hershey but, Park is landlocked. Hershey Park is landlocked. But like you said, Cedar Point is on a peninsula, which, like you said, does have the causeway. So you could potentially take that out. There's probably more food at Cedar Point than there would be in a mall. Mm-hmm. How many people are you with? Is it just you or is it? We'll say it's like a group of people, like maybe 15 people like on Dawn of the Dead. <sighs> of all different kind of like genders and ages okay, that... and races and mm. 
that might change things a little bit. We know there's lodging at Cedar Point, and we know there's plenty of food at Cedar Point. No, I'm gonna switch it. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the amusement park. All right, I sold Cedar, you on it. Yeah, All Cedar right. Point. Yeah, because okay. like you said, you could you could somehow destroy the 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 road causeway. Yeah, yeah, the causeway to Cedar Point. Because zombies are just gonna like drop into Lake Erie. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot more it's food. Gonna, it's not gonna be any worse for Lake Erie to have zombies floating in it than. Lake Erie is pretty shitty. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cedar Point. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I mean, not that it matters, but yeah, we're going to Hollow Weekends at Cedar Point. Uh, actually, tomorrow, as of this recording, we'll be back by the time this episode comes out. But so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Cedar Point. More food, um, more entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and really, if you're in the zombie apocalypse. Do you care if the rides have been safety tested? I wouldn't care. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, yeah, if yeah. I'm gonna die, that'd be a really good, <laughs> yeah, a really great yeah. way. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Yep. 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 I'm. I'm. I'm going with Cedar Point. All right, I sold you right, on that. Yes, that's good. Yep. You swayed my decision. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, and like I said, plus there is lodging mm-hmm. behind the park, so lodging, you've got a place to stay. There's, um, you could be completely um isolated because the the causeway being yeah shut down. Um, for the I guess the the near future, you're gonna have electricity. We don't know how long it's gonna last because yeah. it's the apocalypse, but you're not gonna know how long it's gonna last if you're in a mall either. Well, right. Yeah. So you're um. That was one of the things that always shocked me about those movies is that. If there's a, a worldwide apocalypse or like a zombie apocalypse, I guess like there's no dams in Michigan, like hydroelectric dams that. No. Would... <laughs> so... Do you remember that year that all the power went out in lower Michigan? Detroit was like a complete blackout. Oh, yeah. It was like all of New York. Yeah. Most of Pennsylvania, Ohio, mm-hmm. and like. It stopped yeah. one county over from us. We got saved. There was that giant blackout. I remember yeah, it that. was it was bad. We were in Brighton. I don't know. You had power. No, we didn't. You didn't have power? No. Oh, wait. Are you sure? When was I that? I think we didn't. I'm pretty sure we did. I think it stopped one county over from us. You might be right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it stopped one county one county I know east was, of us. I know, I know it was like it was devastating because yeah. It was in the summer too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in the summer. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. It was so it was hot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I do remember that. Uh God, that was what, ninety eight? When was that? No, that was, or, it was no, it was after we it were. It was married, in the early so. no, was it? It would yeah. be like around ninety five, ninety six, I think. Oh gosh. I'm gonna ask Google here. When was the great blackout in the eastern states? According to ES News, on August fourth, two thousand three. At about 4.10 p.m., millions of people living throughout Metro Detroit and Michigan were without power for at least one day, some even longer. So, 2003? I, according to that. I don't, I'm sure we were living at my mom and dad's house. August 14th and 15th, yeah, 2003. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we missed it, though. So, um, okay. But, anyway, the movie that we are covering today is from 1973 and i'm sure most of our listeners have seen it we covered the exorcist scores an 8.1 imdb which is very high scores a 4.0 on letterboxd which is also very high i don't think we found it as entertaining as i thought it would most be... everybody else no well we went in knowing that it won two academy awards right so we went in with high expectations. But it was the best adapted screenplay and best sound design. So, like, those are, like, really mediocre Yeah, for, for what was it, 73? Yeah. Uh, that was pretty good for then. 73, the sound. Yeah. I mean, the best picture was the way we were with Robert Redford and Meryl Streep. No, Barbara Streisand. So. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you're, how are you going to go against Robert Redford and Barbara Streisand? Especially since The Exorcist had pretty much no name people in it. I think Ellen Burstyn was a was a big name, but she was probably the only one. Well, Max von Sydow. I have no Max, idea. Who, Max von Sydow. Father Marin, the old 
the old guy. I, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Improved by me. But, um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's the movie we covered. We didn't find it as entertaining as most of y'all probably did. Um, I really tried to put myself in the mindset of somebody from 1973, and it, it just it didn't work for me. I, I don't think. I think it, that it had a bigger effect on Roman Catholics just because that it, it is more within their doctrine. With the exorcisms yeah. and the, 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 the Satan or demon, right. demonology right. type things. Right. If you don't, if you're not Catholic like that, you're not going to understand, you know, like I said, you're not going to understand a lot of it because a lot of it is, you know, the, the doctrine of, you know, the Bible in the First Testament. All right. So, yeah, the movie that we covered, uh, and I, I do apologize because, like I said, I just don't understand it. And it, it boggles my mind how they think and some things are worse than others. But, okay. Well, so. yeah. I mean, the big religions. You got um, Catholicism. You got Protestantism. You have. Is that a word? <laughs> I, I don't know. It is. I just made it. Yeah. You have Hinduism. You have. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, I think it is. Look it up. I don't know. No, <laughs> goggle it. It's fine. Look it up. It's a word. All right. I guarantee it. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure. Okay, it's okay, a word. okay, okay. All right. It's <laughs> <laughs> is Protestantism a word? Here's the definition of Protestantism. Oh shit. Practice and church order of the Protestant churches. Okay. Thank you. All Thank right. you very much. So you didn't make it up. <laughs> it'd be a lot cooler if you did <laughs> okay but but anyway go ahead anyway so you um, got catholicism protestantism pro- prost- protestantism prostatanism um you have hinduism <laughs> you have islam okay you have um I, I the big five yeah I, I can't think of anything beyond judaism judaism well yeah 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 judaism okay <laughs> yeah all right. Lots of isms. Yeah. All right. What was your point? <laughs> I don't even remember now. I like it. To each his own. I, I, you, you practice what you need to practice. You know, that's, yeah. not, that's not my business. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. So enough of the controversy. Um, all right. So the movie stars people. And basically, I mean, if you haven't seen this in 2023... What are you doing listening to our show? <laughs> <laughs> the biggest the biggest issue that we had when watching it, I think, in my mm-hmm. opinion, is having seen Scary Movie 2 where they did where they they okay. spoofed it. That it ruined it. We knew what was gonna happen. Fucked it up. Okay. <laughs> we're we're watching the movie. We're sitting here and we're watching the movie in the movie room, and then all of a sudden people are playing the piano. Yeah, they're like, singing around the, the piano and we know she's gonna come up and piss her pants like, on the floor. It just totally fucks it up. Yeah. And then, like, James Woods, like you mentioned, yeah. Father Marin looks, looks just, just like, like him. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the mother, your mother sucks cock in hell. And <laughs> the mom, know. they even gave her the Dorothy Hamill haircut. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, I have to give it props for, you know, not only doing it well, but doing it better. <laughs> <laughs> even though they were completely spoofing it. Uh, but yeah, like you I can, said, I can it's like you knew say, what was happening. Yeah, I can safely say I can remember having just watched The Exorcist. I can remember the scenes on Scary Movie Two mm-hmm. clearer than I can remember them on Exorcist, which we just watched. Yeah, we literally, yeah, like twenty yeah. minutes ago, we 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 finished the movie, had yeah. a couple conversations with the kids, and then <laughs> we're recording this. And yeah, now maybe that's because we saw we've seen Scary Movie Two more than the exorcist but still like like you said you, we just you see watched it. you see those scenes and you're thinking oh my god i know exactly what's going to happen in your brain <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know damon waynes if you're listening i mean of course you're listening but you know congratulations yeah. for skewing our view on, kudos, a, on, kudos. A, <laughs> on a classic movie like <laughs> the exorcist and can i dare i say that i liked the scary two scary movie two version better <laughs> <laughs> now was that than because the original was that because she pissed basically like a pool of and, and no i just i feel like <laughs> having okay so i we weren't even alive in 1973 right and I feel like 
as people, we're Generation Xers. Yeah, something. I don't even know what the fuck we are, but okay. yeah. Um, I feel like us watching um, Exorcist and us watching Scary Movie 2, I think that Scary Movie 2 was a little bit more well, obviously it was, gripping for yeah. Generation <laughs> Xers. I don't know. Well, I think... Oh, it's man. fucking hilarious. I, it's... That's I said we we're gonna watch it. We were supposed to watch it right after Exorcist. But. Well, right, but I mean, we wanted to. But yeah, I yeah, okay. So whatever. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get into the movie here. So the movie starts out, and they're in Iraq. I say they. There's Father Marin is in Iraq. He's, Do they say that they're in Iraq? I looked it up on the trivia. Oh, yeah. So they're in Iraq, and they're in the desert, obviously because it's Iraq. Bunch of people digging, like an archaeological dig. Think, uh... I think the correct pronunciation is Iraq. What did I say? Iraq. Okay. <laughs> I think it's like, it's like, um... So they're in the Middle it's East. It's like Italian and Italian. Italian is just like... <laughs> that's right. passe. All right, whatever. I, I could be wrong. I, I could be pulling this shit out of my ass. I have no idea. You probably are. Most of the stuff I say I do. <laughs> So they're in the Middle East, (laughs) (laughs) and they're on an archaeological dig. Lots of people digging, digging holes, digging trenches, digging holes. And one gentleman comes up to Father Mary, and he says, Dude, we found something. Like, you know, la la la, we found something. And it turns out what he found was actually like a little demon-looking Are you telling me that an archaeologist found something in a movie? And they just, in the movie, they just didn't keep digging and digging and digging. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what your point is, but okay. I was just praying. (laughs) So they find this little, this little head, like little idol. idol. Like, like the, um, (laughs) the little, whatever they, taboo on Brady Bunch. The tiki. The little idol. Yeah. The tiki. Yeah. (laughs) It even looked like it. Yeah, and uh, was it Greg wore it when he was doing the surfing? Yeah, and don't tell me that they didn't know that when they did Brady Bunch. <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> so anyway, they find this little idol. It looks like a like a demon head or something. It taboo. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's no, thing- no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's see if I I uh, this. Fuck, where's a good one here? Uh, hey, hey, fail. Hey. <laughs> it was kind kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't miss remembering the Brady Bunch episode because Vincent Price was in it, and it was like it was. I think it was a two part episode, which was like really special for Brady Bunch. I believe it was a two part episode, and we weren't even alive when they did it. But I am a diehard Brady. She's... Brady She's she's yeah. a, a Brady Bunch freak. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so they find this idol. No, 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 no. I gotta find a good one here. You no, you gotta no. put it. Get the sound bite from the Brady Bunch episode. Because <laughs> you can record it. Wait, from... wait, 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 wait. No, I don't know. Okay. Whatever. So, get, okay. Actually, go on to the um and and, and play it and then record that because. <laughs> It's very, very important to the integrity of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll do that post. post. <laughs> so they find this idol. And Father Marin is walking around Iraq, or the <laughs> Middle East, in this town. Iraq. And strange things start happening. <laughs> You've got me all flustered. <laughs> long story that short. That is what I do. Long story short, he ends up finding a statue of Pazuzu and... Whatever the statue is, whatever Pazuzu is, I, I, I have to kind of wonder if it's like the statue or like the demon payment from the movie Hereditary. But whatever the statue I was thinking more of is, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, the dig, yes. The digging was, yes. Yeah. But this the statue of Pazuzu's got like a massive boner for some reason. I, I, don't, I didn't notice that, but... Well, it was hard to miss. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So... Anyway, so then we cut to uh, Chris, played by um, Ellen Burstyn. She is an actress, and Reagan, who is played by that woman. Who the fuck? Oh, I. if you said it, I would say yes, oh but I have no Linda. Linda Blair 
yeah, totally should have known that off the top of my head. But anyway, hey, so but I remember the first name. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm saying props I, for that though. I, I should have remembered the whole thing. Yeah, but if I didn't say what I said, then you would have <laughs> wouldn't have remembered it. I'm not not giving you credit. But you yes. haven't said anything like shut up. <laughs> yes, you helped. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you would have been nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How the fuck did I remember Ellen Burstyn and not Linda Blair? I don't want to know why you know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah. Ellen Burstyn is the mother. Linda Blair is Peter the Peter Pan complex. <laughs> Peter Pan complex? What is that? I, I might have to look that up. <laughs> I don't Hold think on. that's right. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever heard of that. It's a thing. <laughs> Let's just do this. I can, I can listen to it on... No, I got the definition here. Okay. A popular psychology term describing young adults, particularly males, who cannot seem to grow up. I, I don't think that's the right thing. It has nothing to do with growing up. All right, you can cut that part. <laughs> okay, but uh, okay, all right, it's time to get down to business. We're going to get serious here for a moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're introduced to Father Karras. He is taking care of his ailing mother, who has a leg injury. Of some sort. Uh, then we cut to Reagan. She's she, she's in the psych ward for a leg injury? Well, not yet. He was at her home. Okay. And she had the leg injury, and he was wrapping it up. And then, at some point, her brother comes in and tells Father Karras that she was talking to the radio and doing oh. something. Yeah. See, That's remember when, when she's I, put into Remember the when I ward. said, should we rewind it? And you said, no. I missed all of that. I was, like, out in outer space. We should have rewound it. <laughs> You're always in outer space. <laughs> um, so Chris is now playing with a Ouija board. And this is where you learn that she's talking to a character named Captain Howdy. Now you, you never, never see Captain Howdy. They never followed up with that. With the Ouija board? No, with Captain Howdy. I, I just think that was the name of the character that she was talking to on the in the Ouija board but with the let's Ouija get board. some closure on that they never did that like why captain howdy it comes why up, not like captain kirk or captain it, you know robert why does, captain howdy <laughs> captain picard it does come up a little bit later when the when the psychiatrist is talking to her but it, like you well said, they use the term because she used it right but who the hell is captain howdy i i don't know the world know. may never know <laughs> all right the tootsie pop commercial i know how many licks does it take to get to the center of the tootsie pop tootsie roll or tootsie roll tootsie pop the world may never know one two, <laughs> three. 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 three we are all over um <clears throat> We don't have a lot of material for this movie, so we got to fill it up with this <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> so, Chris, the mom. I'm like pulling facts out of my ass here. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, as we were watching the movie, you came up with like 30 Seinfeld references that pertain to this movie <laughs> at the same time. That's just my, that's how my brain works. <laughs> so, Chris hears knocking and rattling coming from the attic. Which, again, is also never explained. She thinks it's rats, but you never really learn what it is. Then we cut to a classic 70s party with the radish roses and the green, <laughs> the, olives, the green olives and the smoking. and the this. All the disgusting things that they put on the hors d'oeuvre tray in the late 70s, early 80s. Hun, why don't you explain to everybody how you thought hors d'oeuvres, or you didn't know that hors d'oeuvres was spelled horse divorce. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about me doing. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, explain it. Let's okay. As the story goes, we were at Myers <laughs> and we were walking through um <laughs> was it the meat section or where was it? It was in the produce. Know. I don't know. But you said whores divorce. What are those? Mm -hmm. And I said, "Hun, that's hors d'oeuvre." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never knew. <laughs> I never knew. I always thought it was spelled with an O. <laughs> <laughs> O-R-D-E-R-B-A-S And this might not be funny to the average person But you took a year of French <laughs> And I did not <laughs> That's true 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I just never, I never he, knew. He, he said he took French because it was like the language of love, and he thought he'd be like <laughs> Casanova. I don't know. Basically, I know we and no. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think I know more French knowing nothing about French than he does. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Horse divorce. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Uh, so anyway, yeah, there's a classic uh, 70s party with the hors d'oeuvres and the smoking and the drinking and the disco music and the playing and the everything. Um, Can you imagine what a party would be like? <laughs> I'm just, I, this is just my, I, I'm not going to butt in anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> Can you imagine throwing a party now in 2023 and <laughs> having the hors d'oeuvre platter? have radish roses <laughs> but it, you know it's probably back in style now oh the, yeah i wouldn't doubt it in mid-century modern yeah that would be like i i totally wouldn't yeah i mean have you ever eaten a radish though no not intentionally they, no they are not good <laughs> aren't they like sweet and spicy at the same time <sighs> that's like saying it nicely <laughs> we had the radish roses on the order of platter Where's the divorce, huh? for every like thanksgiving <laughs> that my mom and dad hosted yeah and oh my gosh radishes should never have been considered an edible <laughs> vegetable well, that's like a beet it's yeah it Beets was i mean it was too. like it was like heinous what's but, the purpose of a beet except to turn your poop purple i don't like <laughs> beets beets are evil also who the hell eats a beet those pickled beets. Dwight. We have to pick them off the salads at Gus's, and they're gross. <laughs> they stain all the feta cheese pink. <laughs> the only time beets are good is if they're completely drowned in the Gus's uh, Greek dressing. I have to disagree with that. There's no time a beet is ever good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at the end of the party, everybody gathers around the piano. Everybody gathers around a piano. And this is when Reagan decides to come downstairs and she says, you're all going to die down here. And then she proceeds to piss on the floor. And this is the scene from Scary Movie 2 that was completely ruined. Actually, I should say this is the scene that was completely ruined by Scary Movie 2 <laughs> because we knew exactly what was coming. Yeah, it was probably not a good idea to watch, <laughs> to know about Scary Movie 2 before we watched this, but it's just it's you can't look things. at it. The, if, you, if you were going in like as a horror movie virgin like a lot of people in 1973 yeah it's gonna be very impactful but right. in 2023 what is that 40 50 <laughs> yeah, years ago 40, 50 50 years 50 fuck yeah 50 years 50 years ago if you're coming in to it now it's just kind of like <laughs> i've seen that done yeah and i've seen it done I, better <laughs> i did that at the last time we had a party <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah reagan pisses on the floor <laughs> <laughs> Reagan pisses on the floor. And then Reagan goes up to bed. They clean up the piss. And this is where she goes all buck and bronco on the bed. And she calls the doctor a fucking bastard because the mom took her to the doctor. And at this point, Reagan goes in for a brain scan or a brain x-ray or something having to do with it. Something that they did in 1973 that they don't do now. No, well, like they were x-raying her brain, but the, okay, this was the worst scene for me. The uh, machines are so loud and so like oh, that fucking like obtrusive. That goosh, goosh, yeah. goosh, Why goosh. wouldn't she be afraid? <laughs> so they take they take these needles and they they stick one into her neck and then they take another needle and they put it in the first hole that Reagan had put into her neck and apparently this is like a the jugular like they must have yeah exactly yeah like hit the jugular so they put this first needle in just to puncture a hole then they put a second needle in that's got like a uh like a outlet or a something like a valve on it and this like a cannula uh sure yes yeah like the wire yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so and what it, and before they hook up the tube to it like there's this like squirt of blood and then a squirt of blood as her like heart is pumping and this was the only scene of the movie that kind of made my butthole pucker a little bit just because just the squirting of the blood well like the needle going in i mean i've got tattoos but like i don't know that just that bothered me a little well, bit i i can't do i can't do i mean <laughs> we like watching horror movies and and i mean the scenes where it gets grotesque i have the shit the shit scene on that one movie didn't 
<laughs> gross me out. I think that was because we were laughing too hard. But yeah, and like if we're watching like Tosh point oh, and people are like skateboarding and, oh, yeah, and they, they break their... a leg and the bones hang and I cannot. No, no, no. That's why I did not go into nursing. <laughs> she was gonna be a nurse. She decided to 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 use her brain for more. Yeah. I decided to use my brain for things that doesn't that that doesn't involve being a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets these brain scans and like they're the they must have injected like a radioactive dye or something because as as she's getting these x-rays or the brain scans or whatever well, they call it an arteriogram uh yeah and actually well they did have to do one of those on me when i cut is an arteriogram and angiogram the same thing i think an angiogram goes in your heart an arteriogram probably just like any other like any major artery Okay. Maybe I could be completely bullshit. I thought they and gave I probably am. I thought they gave you an angiogram when you hurt your hand. Well, they they well, inject. Well, that's what they call it for, like, because I worked in an uh, ophthalmology office, and right um, when they inject dye into your body just to see where it's circulating, it's considered an angiogram. Okay, you yeah, I, I don't. But know. yeah, I, I don't but, know either. I'm so, no nurse. Long story. Guess. Yeah, she used her brain for something else that wasn't nursing. Oh. <laughs> wow, it sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> but, Deja uh, vu. <laughs> so, so they're taking these X-rays of her head, and like Nancy said, there's the, these giant like X-ray machines or what, and they're like, gagoosh, gagoosh, gagoosh. They totally like, turned up pictures. like. Oh yeah, they the cranked the volume. That. Yeah, it was it was um, very obtrusive. Well, see, it did win best or won the Oscar for best sound design. So maybe that's part of it. I guess but so. I don't know. So tricky um, fuckers. <laughs> so <laughs> she does she she does the X rays. Hey, this is Ron. Do you like movies? Hey, this is Ragnar. Y'all like alcohol? Hey guys, this is Stu. Do you like punishments? Hey, this is Goop. Do you like cinephiles? Hey everybody, I'm Chase. You got do you guys like alcohol poisoning? If you like all of that, then check us out at Barrel Age Flicks on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms out there. Now we're back at home and Reagan starts freaking out. And she's slapping folks around. She's slapping her mom. She's slapping the doctor. She's slapping her psychiatrist. And they're flying across the room, hitting walls, bouncing off the fucking ceiling. And, and she's going full Miley Cyrus voice at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have compared it to that, but yeah. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so <laughs> how the fuck do you pull that out of your ass <laughs> i have no idea where it came from <laughs> that was <laughs> <laughs> that one was just as good as the shimmery flies that land on poop. Oh, God said we'll make you pretty because you land on poop. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so <laughs> I did read about the 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 woman who voiced Reagan when she was <laughs> when she was possessed. It said she smoked like three packs a day, ate raw eggs, and drank like a pint of whiskey each day just to get her voice. Okay. To that. Well. Point. <laughs> so, um, wow. <laughs> How do you recover from that? Uh, so, okay. So, yeah, she's freaking around. She's freaking out. She's slapping folks around. Um, she's yelling, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. She's bouncing on the bed again. And the doctors think that there, she has like some tear or some lesion on her temporal lobe in the front of her brain. And it's either that or it's some sort of psychotic break. A hypnotist comes in, tries to hypnotize Reagan, and this is where she tells him about Captain Howdy again. And this is the last time you hear about Captain Howdy. Again, they never tell you who Captain Howdy is. They just say, you know, who's in there with you? 
or he, you know, he hypnotizes her. He says, "Who's in there with you?" And he yeah, says, and, and it's Captain Howdy, you know. It for a movie that what got best screenplay? Uh, best adapted screenplay. Don't you think that they should have like at least insinuated like as to where Captain Howdy came from? Well, without... she she did say that she wanted a horse at the beginning. Yes. So are we supposed to just connect those dots? Because that's kind of a reach. I re- I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Because she likes horses. Her imaginary whatever in her head is Captain Howdy. Totally could be. Yeah, and maybe it's answered it. in the book. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So she ends up ripping the, 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 the hypnotist dick off. Or at least like grabs him by the dick and then jumps onto him and bites him a couple times. I don't know if she bit his dick off or whatever, but I don't so. think she she bit his dick off. <laughs> well, so then Chris, the mom, she goes to visit another group of doctors, and they're all sitting around this big old table. And one of the doctors finally says, "Okay, listen, this is a little unorthodox, but what if we decided to do an exorcism?" And he explains to her that. You know, an exorcism in a lot of cases is more just the power of suggestion because the person who is quote unquote possessed thinks they're possessed and the the Catholic priest or whoever can come in and just like kind of force that thought out of their head. And there have been a lot of movies that like flew out of this concept and totally ripped it off. There's the exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah. Um they even did it on um Annabelle. Mm-hmm. And what was the first Annabelle? Insidious? The Conjuring. Conjuring. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did the whole exorcism. Well, we know they were like... Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But, Fraud! <laughs> but it did lead to a lot of copycats and, you know... Right. Well, I mean, because, you know, again, this goes back to the Catholics and what they believe. Mm-hmm. We don't quite understand their realm of thinking right right and we don't pretend to to understand it we just don't understand it and we're not trying to like not get her anything but this is something that is so um it's so out of our our, realm yeah out of our territory of knowledge yeah um so yeah the doctor says like you know what if we could just like hire a catholic priest to do an exorcism go ahead pour it into the mic That's Ben taking a piss. Suddenly I have the urge to. (laughs) (laughs) He's got got an empty water jug here. (laughs) This was a fun damn episode so far. (laughs) This movie's supposed to be so scary. We're making it so fun. Fuck your movie. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your couch. They do an investigation, or uh, a gentleman comes around, one of the de- a detective comes around, because the groundskeeper for Chris, the mother, was somehow thrown out the window uh, of Reagan's room. And he ended up falling down these steps, breaking his neck, and he dies. So, detective comes around, he's investigating the death, he's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 this happened, blah, 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 that happened. And that's the end of that. Reagan, now freaking out again. This is the scene where she is stabbing herself in the coochie with the uh, crucifix. And, okay, everybody says she was fucking herself with or masturbating with the crucifix. I saw more of, like, she was just stabbing it into her. That's that's what I saw. I don't know where these perverts got the whole (laughs) other stuff. the, The only thing I saw was her jamming it into her body to like make it bleed right so the mother comes up she's stabbing herself in the coochie with this crucifix and allegedly allegedly and then she grabs the mother's head forces it down into her snooch and like rubs the mother's head around in the blood that's all down there she slaps the mother across the face the mother goes flying mom stands up and this is where reagan does her first uh 180 head spin she basically turns her head facing backwards and scene cuts. Karis, now Father Karis, who we have not, I mean, we've seen him throughout the movie, but the mom goes to visit Father Karis, and she says, you're like, you're, you're my last hope. So, like, you're close, you're Catholic, you're a priest, why don't you come and do a, an exorcism for me? 
you do you know who Armando Sante is? Yeah, from um Little Darlings. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think Father Karras looks like him? Uh, I could yeah, I can totally see the comparison. Yes. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if anybody else has ever drawn those comparisons. I'm sure you're probably not the first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a really good movie with Armando Sante, and I don't know if uh everybody has seen this. I think it was a made for TV movie, but it was called Why Me. Nobody's probably ever heard of Little Darlings except for you and Noreen and Joni. Okay. But (laughs) (laughs) I think you can find it on YouTube. It's about a woman that gets into a car accident and her face is completely destroyed. Mm -hmm. And Armand DeSante is her doctor. And he thinks of how to use tissues from other parts of her body to, like, rebuild her face. Other parts of her body, meaning? Well, they... like vaginal skin can is very similar to like the skin of your lips on your face. Okay. And he he gives her a brand new face. It's so romantic because they end up falling in love. And <laughs> I knew if I pushed you, you would go there. <laughs> that was my goal. <laughs> it's a great movie. It is really good. Why me? Okay. All right. Look that up because I won't. Um. <laughs> So anyway, uh, <laughs> the mom goes to visit Father Karras. She says, listen, dude, like, seriously, I need you to come and visit my daughter. She needs an exorcism. You're the my last hope. I help, need me your help, huh? help me, Obi-Wan. Huh? Help me, Obi-Wan. You are fucking digging deep, man. <laughs> like, you hate that movie. <laughs> it, it's a movie quote. I know, but, like. You are not a Star Wars fan. No, you just, not at all. You fucking, like, how the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. I don't even know where the hell I have my toothbrush right now. <laughs> it's in your drawer. It's always in your drawer. She visits him. The mom says, okay, yeah, let's go. Or Kara says, okay, I'll, I will come and I will visit Reagan to see what's going on. So he goes up into Reagan's room, and this is the first pea soup scene. Now, apparently, the pea soup was just supposed to hit him in the chest, or the vomit. I, I say we, pea wait, soup, but it's vomit. It, pea soup was kind of a euphemism for it. Nobody ever actually confirmed that it's pea soup. It, it, it was actually pea soup. It does look it like was, pea soup, but it's never like confirmed on the movie. No, no, no. It's supposed to be vomit yeah. in the movie, but it they actually used pea soup. I don't and they think used, they like, did. A really thick, really thick, a really thick pea soup. It looked like because I've eaten pea soup. I looked it up. Okay, but then they added artificial colors. I mean, they did that a lot back then. I've never had red pea forty. Soup, yeah, so <laughs> red not 40. in that, but no. Yeah, I but I looked it up. They were going to use Campbell's. They didn't use Campbell's because it was too thin, so they used another brand. It just seemed so slimy and so bright green. I don't. I'm it, not buying that. It's it was pea definitely. Soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't buy pea soup that looked like that. I I wouldn't buy Who pea knows? soup. Period. Probably got sludge in it or <laughs> something to make it that color. <laughs> Toxic waste. Yeah, um, that's what it looked like. <laughs> If they wanted to make people grossed out for the scene, they'd say it's toxic waste, not pea soup. I, I would have done like blood, vomited blood. And as we're we're on the subject here, mm-hmm. she's possessed. Yes. And her head's turning around and all that, but she's still eating. Like, where is she getting the pea soup from? Mm-mm. They used pea soup. It was supposed to be vomit. Okay, but if she hasn't eaten anything, what is she vomiting? I don't fucking know. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know. No, it was supposed to be so vomit. She, she's getting all they... of her recommended daily vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta use the food pyramid. <laughs> no, it was they. It was supposed to be vomit, but they actually used pea soup for the vomit. So it wasn't like she was buying buying it. pea soup. I'm not buying yeah. it. Yeah, it was slimy and too green. I again, 1973 I... in America, they yeah. hadn't caught up yet. <laughs> so you know i'm gonna use that every every episode yeah uh, pretty much figured <laughs> so yeah but it was supposed to hit him in the chest it ended up hit him in the face because they used too much pressure pressure at this point karis father karis sprinkles holy water on her turns out well she's sprinkling the to- the holy water on her and she's freaking out oh it burns it burns you know Turns out he goes downstairs, he's talking to the mother. Turns out it's just tap water. Um, 
Reagan speaks in Latin to uh, Father Karras, and he was recording this whole situation. And he goes to like some audio file or whatever, some audio technician, and what they end up playing it in reverse. And what she was actually speaking was not Latin, but just English in reverse. This and is where everybody got the whole like Ozzy Osbourne and. Probably. I mean, it was, well... The satanic. If you play it backwards, it's a message. Yeah, the satanic panic was in, like, the yeah. early 80s. But, yeah, that was... It probably had a lot to do with this. Father Karras goes back to Reagan again. And Chris's, uh, what would you call it, assistant? Goes, he goes, she goes up there with him. And they see this, help me, scratched or, like, emerging from Reagan's stomach or chest so yeah she has this help me scratched into her chest and it's like all puffy and gross um they end up tracking down father Marin. father Marin again as you remember was way back he was at the archaeological dig in in the middle east it taboo <laughs> and they enlist him to help with the exorcism because he's dealt with this this kind of thing before he's done an exorcism before um and it almost killed him it did almost kill. Yeah, they state that in the movie. Now, they Father Karras and Father Marin go up into Reagan's room, and she tells them to stick their cocks up her ass. Father <laughs> Father Marin gets the pea soup vomit spit into his face, and Reagan tells Father Karras that his mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> they start, is you know. Again, we go back to the the fucking scary movie too. All of this was ruined by scary movie too. Yeah, because she says the same thing, and then the old woman pops out of it like from under the covers, and then you see you know James Woods, and he's giving her like the tongue and like the 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 cunnilingus you maybe, know, maybe finger we, between your or tongue maybe, between your fingers. I think we were sheltered <laughs> though because I never remember watching it when I was younger, and I know. I know my dad didn't like the movie in particular because my dad's Catholic. Right. And you probably didn't watch it. Maybe your mom wouldn't let you rent it because she grew up Catholic. I don't know. I, the difference between, well, I know, I mean, your dad grew up Catholic or still is Catholic. Yeah, still so is very Catholic. he wouldn't let you watch it, I think, because of the whole satanic aspect of it. Yeah. At, <sighs> I don't, he didn't not let us watch it. Mm hmm. It was just something that nobody really watched, I guess, when I was growing up. I just attributed that to the fact that my dad is... But is it because it was 1973, though? Or from 1973 and nobody really dug the old-fashioned, like... I my, my I remember my brothers watched every horror movie mm -hmm. and made me watch it, too. And they watched, well, not even only horror movies, you know, dirty movies, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I have, and I have very good memory from back then. Yeah. I remember every scary movie. But you can't remember where your toothpaste, your toothbrush is now. No. I'll have to look for it. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot remember once watching this movie. Right. I, and maybe we did, but. But again, is it because, like you said, is it because your father was a Catholic and he just like. I think if we were watching it and he saw a priest come in during the scene he would say turn it off. Because your mom and dad have been, I mean, at the, at, in 1973, your mom and dad have been married already for like 20 years. Yeah. So there's a good chance, because your mom was a horror fan, there's a very good chance that your dad, your your mom made your dad watch it at least once. And then he was like, ah, oh, no, no. Yeah. Never I, again going to have this in my house. He could have. I mean, he was, I was raised in like a, a split religion kind of household, yeah. half agnostic and half. Catholic. Catholic, yeah. Um, my mom didn't agree with my dad's views. My dad was he went to Catholic school and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but see, you were a Christian or christened or uh, what do they call it? The first communion and I didn't have my first communion. I was I was baptized as a Catholic. Okay. Um, and I did do catechism. Right. Um, catechism. That's what I was thinking of. Aside from that, I didn't really, you know, pursue. Right. That faith, I know. But see, so your dad. But your dad went every Sunday to to church. Yeah, still probably does. Oh, I'm sure if he, he does. can if he can get out. Yeah, and mass. I think it was probably just a matter of 
because of the like side effects of this movie. Not the side effects, but you know what I'm saying. The stigmata. The st- <laughs> well, stigmata, that's a totally different thing. Uh, maybe stigmata, stigma. Stigma, yeah. Stigmata is where the people get like the bloody hands and the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who was in that movie? Was it Al Pacino and... I don't know. I got the two mixed up. <sighs> Al Pacino and it was one of the... The Da Vinci Code? No, no, no. The movie Stigmata. Oh. Was Al Pacino and fuck, Rosanna, Rosanna Arquette. No, the blonde one. Patricia. Patricia Arquette. Yeah, she was in it. But that, yeah. So Stigmata is where you get the like the bloody, the bloody palms and the bloody feet and like the the thing on your side, like you're bleeding like Christ on the cross. Is that Catholic? Uh, I think so. But anyway, so yeah, yeah the stigma surrounding the movie. Yes, yeah. your, your dad probably did, did, didn't didn't allow it into the house. Is is what I would guess, knowing your dad for eighty years. Well, and well, <laughs> my brothers, I guess uh, from the time that they started having kids, mm-hmm. which was nineteen fifty eight, it was super Catholic, right? So my my older sisters had their first communion, and they were wore you know like the dresses and all that. Yeah, but as time progressed, and it was the seventies, and women got more independent or whatever. No bras. So by the time you get to <laughs> 1978, it's kind of like, okay, I'll get them like baptized in a Catholic church, but you know, we're not really, you know, going to practice it. So she probably appeased my dad, I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, you mean with you? 78 with you? No, I'm, I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I just mean that it, it progressively got less important to my mom. To kind of stick oh, with my yeah. dad's views. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, your mom was, was weird that way. Like, she never really outright practiced religion. But she would go, like, I remember we would go to, like, Midnight Mass, and we went to, like, Mass on Easter. But, I mean, did she go, too? Yeah. Okay. I never, I she know, did all that. the time that I knew your mom, I don't think she ever went. And she did it for my dad. Well, right. Yeah. Whenever yeah. we went, it was for my dad. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a yeah. marriage compromise. Yeah. So, okay. Enough with that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Karis's mom suck, sucks cocks in hell. Uh, Reagan does, this is where she does the 360 head spin. And Father Karis, Father Marin both yell, the power of Christ compels you, like, what, 30 times it seemed like. And they're sprinkling holy water on her. And Pazuzu shows up again. He's got his massive Woody there. And uh, Father Marin ends up biting the dust. He dies somehow. I don't know how he actually died. I think he died of like just being like overwhelmed. Like he almost died the first time. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're probably right. Probably want to cut that whole Catholic conversation out. Eh, no, I, you don't want to get like, you know, way too into it. For mass consumption. Kirk can listen to it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Father Marin bites the dust. Father Karras ends up strangling Reagan, and he tells Pazuzu to possess him. So, that's exactly what happens. Pazuzu jumps into Father Karras' body. Father Karras yeets himself out the window, and he falls to his death below, lands on some stairs, snap, crackle, pop, rolls down the stairs, bloody, kind of nasty-ish. And then I think um, the falling downstairs on from death becomes her was way more, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way more graphic we, and gripping. We watched that one last night too. Yeah. Um. And then um, also, you say Pazuzu. The first thing I thought was Pitzpalu <laughs> from Inglorious Bastards. Oh, and the oh yeah, the Pizpalu. <laughs> um. Yeah, the mountain, the shadows of the mountains, yeah. Pizpalu. Um. Bearstein. <laughs> <laughs> And then Reagan doesn't remember anything. Uh, Chris and Reagan and the housekeeper and the the groundskeeper or whatever, they drive off into the sunset. Everybody lives happily ever after. That's the end of the movie. There's a dead priest, but everybody lives happily ever after. Well, there's a dead priest, two dead priests, and a dead groundskeeper. Yeah. Uh, Whatever that dude was. But I, I, I tried putting myself in the 1973 mindset. And it just, it didn't work. Like, right. You know, and uh, it's probably a Generation Xer thing. We I don't just, even think it's a Generation X thing. I just I think feel, it's a, 
I, think I do. It, I think it's we can't relate to that. And you're scared about we, things that you can relate to. Are you thinking because we've we've like seen so much and No, I'm just saying when it comes to horror movies mm-hmm. and it comes to things that like really freak you out, what affects you most is something that you relate to, something that, that could actually happen to you. And us having not been, you know, in that scenario, I really and I don't think I mean, I don't think that we could be. So it's very hard to like put yourself in that place. Well, I think it is, but like I, I, I try to put myself in the 1973 mindset, like never having seen something like this before. And oh, so you're putting your place at the, like the person that's watching it, not the person that's being that's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, I thought you were I'm, talking about the character. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to the theater in 1973, and I'm watching this movie, and like literally the only thing that made my butthole pucker was the scene where she's getting the needle stuck into her neck. Okay, but there's another factor you're not considering. Huh. It's 1973. Yeah. People go to the movies. Right. They're completely baked, and they're paranoid. <laughs> okay. But who do you think watched more? Who do you think watched this movie more? Catholics or the normies? I think that if Catholics, like staunch Catholics, it would have not been allowed in the house. I think that like semi Catholics would do it just just to see out of mm. curiosity. Um, and I think for mainstream, it was just kind of horror movie. I, I, okay, but consider what came out just the next year, nineteen seventy four, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out. I really, I don't think that Texas Chainsaw Massacre would have been put out for like everybody. Like, it's not going to be, like, a B-film that's in, like, some, like, tawdry, you know. Okay. But I feel like because they did The Exorcist and it was, like, distributed to the masses. Yeah, it was. I feel like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was like, (laughs) well, they did The Exorcist, so, (laughs) you know. Okay. All right. See, I find Texas Chainsaw Massacre scarier than The Exorcist. I do, too. You know. But... Is it because you relate more to the victims of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It very well could be. Right. So I, I feel like the amount of fear that, that you get from a movie and the impact, the impact that it has on you is directly correlated with the possibility of you being in that scenario. All right. I have no idea. This movie didn't work for me. No, I it fell flat. I was like really looking forward to something that was like going to like... Throw your me. pants off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh it's just like those fucking movies that they put they put on Netflix. Oh, people are like screaming and running out of the theaters, and it turns out to be like a shit movie. That's happened twice to us. <laughs> That's happened more than twice. <sighs> well, okay. So like Kark gave us the movie Raw to re- to to review a couple weeks ago, or like three or four whatever weeks ago for his patron pick. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kirk. Um the first time we watched that, and it, it, it's been like two years prior to like a month ago, mm-hmm. we hated it. Right. And now maybe that was because we had read the reviews and it said, oh, people are passing out and they're using vomit bags. I, and they're I didn't remember hearing theater. anything about it. <sighs> Work with me here. You, you're in that, that circle, though. I'm not. <laughs> you showed it to me the first time, blah, and then you showed it to me now. I mean, how many years ago was that? It was like two or three years ago. Okay, well, I'm two or three years older. I'm, you know, still in my late, mid, late 20s. Anyway. And uh, it was more, it had more of an impact on me now. Okay, <clears throat> but that's what I'm saying. Like, to what you were saying is that, like, Huesera, that movie, again, you read the article and said, oh, this is the scariest movie of 2022 or whatever. That movie was shit. But it was kind of scary. There's a couple of good... Huesera? Wasn't that the one with the kid? No, that was terrified. Oh yeah, yeah. Was there, yeah the pregnant was, woman. Yeah, that. Yeah, was, that movie was fucked. That was fucking shit. Dumpster fire. <laughs> so, like, people, you know, okay. Whoever's first of all, whoever's writing these articles needs to shut the fuck up. I think these. Second of all, these Daily Mail writers are getting it. Like, I think it's not on the up and up. That's all I'm no. saying. Okay, now. <clears throat> A few people have written or have rated that movie on IM or not IMDb, but um, Letterboxd. 
this movie has a 4.0 on Letterboxd. It has an 8.1 on IMDb. I don't think it's worth it. Wait. Now, maybe they get something. Is the 4.0 out of 5? 4.0 out of 5, Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, 4.0 out of 5. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. Maybe, again, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe it's because I'm not Catholic. Maybe it's because I can't quite put myself in that 1973 mindset of watching a movie like this for the first time. But for me, it didn't work. So, well, like we were just talking about when we watched, we watched uh, Friday the, or, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the uh, documentary about it. Right. Um, when I was little, it terrified me to death. Right. Well, but but now it's laughable to me. Because you were seven or eight. Your name was Nancy. The main character's right. name was Nancy. So you kind of related to it. Right. But now it's kind of like cheesy. Well, right. And well, well it's not kind of cheesy. It's very cheesy. <laughs> That's another thing. Why do they make why do they make serial killers even if they're supernatural jokey? Well, they talked about that in the the documentary. Yeah, like because they had to one up the last movie. Yeah, and where do you go? The worst thing that you can do. So what's scary about? Well, if Friday doesn't really qualify, but what's scary about Jason and Michael Myers is the fact that you can't see their face because they're hidden. Behind a mask. And they don't talk. talk. Right. They don't talk. They just kill. They mean business. Right. They're there to fuck shit up. And in your head, in my head, anybody could be that person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But you get Freddy Krueger and then it's kind of like he talks. And the first up, the first movie was like, yeah, that's scary because his voice is scary, whatever. Yeah. But going beyond that, it's kind of like, okay, we saw... That you were scaring the first one, but you shouldn't be jokey. Yeah, you get into every every movie after Friday the Thirteenth, the first or uh, sorry, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one just became progressively more and more like cheesy and yeah, it was it, almost a parody. Yeah, of, of itself. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that loses so much of the quality of it being a horror movie. So yeah. I don't know. And it didn't have, like, Friday the 13th and Halloween had, like, that very... Like panache. <laughs> it did have panache. But the um the music was yeah. very simple and very effective. Right. And I think that is the formula for a really good movie, a good horror movie. I don't think... um I feel like A Nightmare on Elm Street was innovative in the concept because the, the villain talked. But they should have just left it at that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't know. And that's the same thing with this movie is that I just, I like, again, you put yourself in that 1973 mo- mindset and maybe it's because, again, we're not Catholics. I don't get it. Demon possessions could be scary, but okay. So whatever. What do you put this on the gore score? Gore score? I'm just looking at like the vomit and it's not even that great. Like when it comes to gore. Two. Two? Yeah. Okay. And what do you put it overall? Overall, two. Two? Yeah. I, I have no desire to watch it again unless somebody says, oh, oh do you remember The Exorcist on in this scene and I want to watch it just to see if I can like, yeah, but no, I'm yeah. never going to like be like, ooh, let's watch The Exorcist again. Yeah. And the trouble we had to go to find it anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I I can't go any higher than like you said, a two, maybe maybe a three and then on the gore score and then overall <clears throat> sometime down the line sometime down the line maybe like you said we'll watch it again just to see if there's something that we missed or if there's something well, that it would be like if if like jason said oh i've never watched that movie it's so scary and we're like have you ever watched it yeah. and then we watch it that's why we would watch it again but right. nothing like because oh my gosh it's such a great movie yeah, I I would put this on like a three overall. Yeah, I mean there was there was some entertaining parts, but I like it like, was so disappointing. The scene with the needles in her neck made me more cringy than like the demon possessions, and I actually laughed at more of the shit that was going on in the movie than I was scared at. Like yeah. you know her smacking people around and them flying across the room, or you know watching Father Karras like cower behind the we, padded. We- we, we could have had some preconceived like <clears throat> misconceptions due to watching Scary Movie 2. 
That was probably that part of it. Maybe made it a little less scary. I really don't <laughs> think in our case though, but we watch like the sickest of the sick horror I mean, movies. We watch a lot of stuff. And that just didn't do it for me. No. So um I am Ben. She is Nancy. Together we are a pair of butt cheeks and extreme horror replay. Uh, <laughs> well, if you've made it this far, just Nancy came up with something. Uh, a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna work that into the show. Actually, early in the show for the next couple episodes and see how it goes. We're not gonna quite tell you what it is, but you'll recognize it as soon as you hear it. But uh, yeah, we are Extreme Horror Replay. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at xhr underscore podcast. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms. We do have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash xhr podcast merch. and and yes our merch we have a t public where you can buy shirts mugs stickers uh sweatshirts i don't think there's hats but you can buy pillows and backpacks and wall hangings that would be really cool you know we're gonna we don't even have a wall hanging but we should we should yeah but how cool would it be if a fan out there bought a wall hanger wall like a, a banner of our show well we're going to be re- representing <laughs> it at cedar point so yeah if you guys are in ohio and you're listening and you go to cedar point this weekend or actually last weekend just like three days ago four days ago and you see us say hey um but yeah anyway so yeah we're done with this episode we had a really good time we hope you did too i will say uh stay safe and be good to one another and then she will say Unpleasant dream. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fucking goober. (laughs) All right. We love you all. We'll talk to you next. I'm going to shut up. Have a good night. Have a good week. We'll see you. Bye.